Hey chickies, I'm your host Steph. And I'm Chelsea. From Mummy Mayhem. We're here to talk all things mummerhood, but not your highlight reel or sugar-coated version. But the not-so-glam side. Be prepared for birth stories, poo explosions, meltdowns at our favourite cafe, and I guess you get the gist. I'm Steph, first time working mum of 10-month-old Nate, finding my feet and adjusting to the selfless life of being a mum. I'm passionate about mindfulness and filling your cup first so that you can fill others. I'm Chelsea, first time boss mama, living off coffee and never getting on top of my laundry. I'm all about going with the flow and self-empowerment. Our mission is to let you know, girl, you're not alone and this too shall pass. Story time! This week's story, uh, I'm just going to get straight into it really. This is when I decided that I was super fit even when I wasn't and I wanted to go for a run and I was 22 (laughs) weeks pregnant. Wow. Even even though I hadn't run since like high school and I used to do long distance running when I was in high school and I thought, yeah, cool, I'll go for a run this morning. Like I don't want to lift weights. Anyway, I decided to get out of the house. I put my pregnancy support belt on and everything. I left. I don't even think I got 500 meters down the road. And I got this shooting pain that went up through my pee hole into my belly button. And I was like, oh, what was that? That didn't feel comfortable. (laughs) Uh I kept going and it happened again, but harder. And then it happened again. And this time I felt like I'd been punched in the vagina and it hurt so bad and I ended up buckling over and I wet myself all over the, all over oh, the road. No. Um and yeah, anyway, I was standing in the side, like on the side of the road, in the gutter. I called my mom and I was like, Mom, what do I do? Like I just wet myself on the side of the road and she's like, It's fine, like breathe and I ended up sitting in the gutter crying. Being yeah. like, How am I gonna get home? She's like, You're not even like how far away are you? And I was like, I'm like five hundred meters away. But in my head I thought I was like kilometers away yeah um and so she talked to me the whole way home mm. the beautiful thing uh, darling that she is and I soon learned that what I was getting these little shooting pains were called lightning crutch and that continued to happen to me from that day onwards right if I stood for too long or did anything too Dramatic. extreme yeah yeah, yeah um <laughs> that's why but story for the week. Mm, so note to self, do not run when pregnant. It's yeah. not going to end well. No. And I was big on that anyway, because I've heard that your ligaments loosen and um, stretch when you're pregnant. Did you know that? Yeah. yeah. I, you've got more, um, I don't know. Elasticity. Like, elasticity in so, your body. Yeah, yeah. So you're more likely to like break ligaments and tear things and hurt yourself. So yeah, for all of those reasons, let's <laughs> <Don't>. not run. <laughs> <laughs> this week's topic, we are going to be talking about our second and third trimester. Yay, I'm Yay. so excited. Um, did you do shared care or did you just go, like when you, uh, I think if you're newly pregnant, if you're in your first trimester, when you get to about 18 weeks, you get to choose if you're going to go full hospital care mm. or shared, shared care. care with your doctor and yep. yeah, midwife. Yeah, okay. I went shared care on reflection. Um, That's with your doctor where you meet up after 20 weeks every couple of weeks. Um, On reflection, I would do midwife care next time, but I booked it so late that I couldn't get into the hospital because it was Christmas time when my appointments were due. So they were understaffed and fully booked because it was so far ahead. So in the future, I would definitely, um, as soon as I go to the doctor when I find out I'm pregnant, I would book in midwife care straight away. Yeah, I did full midwife care and I think it was like the best 
option yeah. that I chose. But I actually didn't even really realize that you could do shared yeah. shared care. I just thought, oh, cool. Like I'll just go to the midwives for everything. Like, yeah. But also my doctor at the time was a very terrible mm, doctor. Terrible. Terrible doctor. So I was like, I don't want you looking after me or my baby. <laughs> Understandable. Um, yeah. And that would be something else, I guess. I asked for so much help, like the midwives, when I was um, doing full midwife care, I reached out and they ended up giving me so much support oh, in terms yeah. of like dietitian, dietitians and nutritionists. And mm-hmm. um, I spoke to them uh, about my like past with eating disorders and um, mental health and they just gave me so, so, so much support. So if you are going into your appointment or you haven't yet decided if you do go full hospital care, ask for help because they will give you so much support. Yeah, yeah I love that. That's so yeah. awesome. Um, what else happened in our second Ah, oh, the gender reveal. Yeah. Oh my gosh, my favorite thing ever. Second trimester was probably my favorite um, trimester of pregnancy. I loved it. I wasn't too big. I wasn't too small, you know. Temperature, for me, it was not summer yet. So it was just before summer. So it was like spring. Um, mm. It was just, yeah, just a really good time. And who doesn't love a good gender reveal? Your so- gender reveal looked so cute. And I remember I had to work and I couldn't come and I was so mad. Yeah, yeah. It was so much fun. Um, but what I did was I took my partner and my mum and my best friend to the Oh my god, I said gender reveal and I was thinking baby shower, my brain. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Gender reveal. Me oh. too. Oh, I okay. didn't even notice that slip up. <laughs> gender reveal. Yes, gender yeah. reveal. So this is where I took my partner to see the baby. They do a whole scan. They check for all the things going on and make sure baby's healthy, happy, growing at the right rate, all of that kind of stuff. Um, so I went there. We got that. They wrote on a piece of paper um, the gender and they gave it to my best friend Kelly and we went to the beach straight after it. Um, with my family and I wore a white top. I brought two lots of paint, pink and blue, and gave them to um, my beautiful friend. She painted my partner's hands with the color of the gender that was in the envelope. Um, We closed our eyes while this was happening and she placed his hands on my little bump, my 20 week bump, oh my gosh. Um, And then we recorded it and we did a three, two, one and reveal and the hands had the color. So I'll um, post it on our Instagram, the little reveal, because it was so exciting. But yeah, it was blue. So obviously you guys know now I have a little boy. So I was sure I was going to have a girl, but Ricky was sure it was a boy. So on the reveal, you can hear him say, told you so. (laughs) That's so cute. Yeah. Mine and Tom's, um, we did the same. We went to the ultrasound um, place they put it in an envelope but Tom being the man that he is couldn't even wait two hours um, and we were sitting on the couch and he decided to take a peek himself oh my gosh um, now before going into it me and Tom both thought I thought we were for sure going to have a boy mm-hmm. and that was just purely because Tom was so set he wanted a boy but he thought he was gonna have a girl so Tom um, going back he was in the army and when he was in Iraq he did this job where he had to sit with like a radio thing between his legs oh, yeah. and his corporal like the guy um, above him said, you know, whoever does this job only has girls. Like oh the radio gosh. frequency kills off male sperm. Yeah. So he was like, I'm only having a girl, but all I want <laughs> is a boy. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, no, 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 it's a boy, it's a boy. And I convinced him it was a boy. I was like, I swear I saw on the ultrasound, like I swear I saw it's mm-hmm. a boy. And uh, anyway, he decided to take a peek. And then he's like, I know the gender. And he ended up popping a balloon above my head with cute little confetti in it. 
which no one's actually seen this video so <gasps> no. I will yeah I'll have to post it yes, on our Instagram that. but then we ended up doing a gender reveal for the rec for the family and for all of our friends and everything like that we went live on Facebook yes I yeah. remember your Facebook lives I love that <laughs> and I um I got creative I'm a baking queen I like to call myself and mm-hmm. I baked cupcakes <laughs> I baked cupcakes and when you cut them open I wanted it to have the color of the baby like the gender in a love heart in the middle of the cupcake oh, and so obviously I've got a little girl chase so um I baked little pink love hearts into the cupcakes and I didn't know if it had worked until we actually did the gender reveal yeah and then it worked and I was like thank the Lord and it that it worked. It was so yeah. cute. I watched it from my sister's phone because I was at the beach and my phone was on 1% and she like messaged me and was like, I'm about to go live with the gender. And I was like, oh my God, I need to watch this. So I like stalked her through my sister's phone just to see it. So, <laughs> that was so cute. I didn't yeah. actually even know that. Um, when did you start to get like your first kicks and everything? Oh, um, later in the pregnancy. So I was about... 24, 23, 24 weeks when I first, oh yeah, I think around then, um, because I have had, (laughs) not anymore, um, an anterior placenta. So it was pretty much at the front of the tummy. So it it acts as a barrier for kicks. So you feel them later. Some people are really lucky and they can feel their kicks from like 14 weeks or something like that. Um, but yeah, we we weren't so lucky. Placenta in front Mm. of baby. So I didn't feel it till quite late on, but um, I know girlfriends that have felt them from like 14 weeks onwards yeah. and they're like, oh, I can feel the flutters. And I'm like, I miss that. I'm so clucky at the moment, guys, by the way. Like I just want to feel flutters. Yeah. It's such an incredible to, yeah. feeling. Yeah. And like watching the videos back of the little kicks is, oh, yeah. it's too cute. I love that <laughs> so much. Um, I think we also, oh, after our general, we both had our gestational diabetes test. Oh yeah. Which you and me both actually didn't. I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it either. No, it was, it was If good. you're going in for your test, don't even stress. Don't listen to everyone telling you it's gross. We both like. I just I thought it tastes like lemonade. It was yummy. It was like yeah. a nice strong sugar drink. It was we good. had to fast before, so that was probably the hardest part. So as soon as mm. I had that sugar drink, I was like, okay, yeah, this is good. Yeah. And Chelsea, coming from someone who had morning sickness the entire way through her pregnancy, she managed to stomach it. So if, yeah, if you I was like, I'm starving. That, yeah. This is yum. I've got a I've got a mad sweet tooth though. So yeah, we both do. do. Maybe mm. if you have a save. Maybe you wouldn't like it. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but did you have a? Um, it's fine controversial question how was your sex drive during the second trimester (laughs) it was non-existent like not gonna lie um I was just not into it Uh, I guess more in the first trimester I was not into it I was had no energy level so I was quite low on it and I felt strange about the whole you know baby inside baby daddy inside situation (laughs) (laughs) so it took me a while but I think by second trimester I had a bit of a um, a second, second yeah, wind a of, second wind. No, is that the right word? <laughs> yeah, I feel a like second I thought, like a lot of guys are like, I can't have sex yeah. with you because I'm gonna hurt the baby, and you're like, no. no. I was the opposite. My sex drive was like so beyond high. high. I was just, if I could have it all day, every day, I probably would have, except yep. Tom is like the opposite to me. So that didn't happen, <laughs> that but didn't I had the highest sex drive and I started leaking colostrum. So every time that I would actually want to do the dirty uh-huh. deed, I would just start leaking colostrum. Oh this is gosh. me at like 22 weeks, guys. I had colostrum just like pouring out every time <laughs> that I wanted to do anything with Tom, which was like all the time. So mm. I was just leaking colostrum constantly. Love that. Yeah. I think mm. the good part about it though was my partner made me feel sexy no matter mm. what size I was. And obviously our bodies were changing a lot in the second trimester and we were feeling huge. Um, and I was, yeah, he just made me feel so comfortable 
comfortable in my own skin. And confident. Yeah, yeah. and still sexy even Agreed. though I was like Tom, pregnant. So. Tom did as well. And I really, I didn't really pop till I was second trimester, which is when for me, especially like coming from like uh, oh, yeah. body dysmorphia and stuff like that mm. past, I was like, oh my God, like what's happening? What's happening? My bump finally popped. And then when my bump popped, I like loved it. I was yeah. like, oh my God, it's an actual bump. Like, woo. Yeah, but me too. Yeah, he made me feel so like beautiful no matter what. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Which brings us to our third third trimester oh my (sighs) gosh so the third trimester was probably my least favorite trimester (laughs) out of them all just because it was summertime I was heavily pregnant this time last year so November December like super hot 30 degree days plus um and I was just so uncomfortable and all the funny things start to happen so like the heartburn (laughs) I got heartburn at like 33 weeks and I've never had heartburn in my life like ever it was so bad what I've heard though is that if you get heartburn it's meant to be because you got a really hairy baby but both of us didn't have really hairy babies and both had heartburn that's totally false we can bust that myth right here right now that is not true but yeah that was uncomfortable for sure um and I guess we kind of really started to um go to the hospital a bit more, um, have some overnight stays. Um, they measure your tummy in the third trimester at, like every week. Yeah, which I, I do you remember, you used to get measured. Me and Steph, used, this is when our friendship really started to blossom, by the way, yeah. when Steph got to her third trimester. And then I was obviously my second, I was asking so many questions. Yeah. But I remember you got measured constantly and mm-hmm. like your doctors were really big on measurements. And then I would go in and I never got measured. You're yeah. all like, Or like they weren't big on yeah measurements I fundamental height it's called yeah. yeah they never really did that too much did but that they, too much or seemed to which was so like I remember us talking about it was every hospital and every body is different yeah. yeah so they would like I loved it actually so they would feel up to the very top of your uterus and you can actually feel like the hard shift to the soft tummy between the actual uterus and like your bump to where it ends so as you go through your pregnancy it goes higher and higher um, and they do that and then they'd use a tape measure. And by the end of my third, uh, second trimester, so beginning of third trimester, I was measuring four weeks ahead. So I had to have extra scans. They were really worried. Also, his head was measuring huge, <laughs> like in the 100th percentile, like huge. Um, and he had an enlarged kidney. So we had a lot of things going on and that meant a lot more scans. And then yeah. about 34 weeks that all got cleared up, I went to a specialist appointment at the hospital and they were like, no, it's all good, girl. Like, um, your baby's happy and healthy, all in proportion. There's no enlarged kidney. It was just an incorrect measurement. So that was such a relief. But, like, honestly, that time, I remember you were so stressed. Mm. And, like, I think it's so important for everyone, like, note, side note, to make sure you do have a strong support network around you and really people that you can reach out to. Because I remember Steph and me were speaking a lot at this yeah. time when you were, this is when you reached out to me, I think, a little bit more, mm. was when you were going through all these things and the doctors are telling you your baby's, like, hey, is huge yeah. and you're like can I push it out um and, <laughs> yes. then, and then also just like the you know um tracking ahead and his kidney and all these other things and then you're worried like you know you're worried about you you're worried about your baby and mm. there's so much extra pressure going on and you're just stressed then obviously when they've told you that everything is okay it's like this huge relief yeah. but I think it's so important to have those support networks around you especially at this time yeah. like yeah. really reach out to people that you uh, for help if you need it yeah yes. if you just want to vent and just talk yeah I agree and I think that's so important but funny funny 
enough. They did say his head wasn't that big, but then he had a big head. He had a 38 centimeter head when I pushed oh him goodness. out. So that is huge. In comparison, how big was Chase's head? Oh, I'm the worst with numbers. Oh, you I know this. I don't know. <laughs> it was 31 centimeters. So quite a big difference between yeah. that. That's seven centimeters. What? Like, yeah, I know she was 45 centimeters long. Yeah, but like, long. like she was yeah. short. But, and um, Nate was 51 centimeters. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, yeah, I Other found it. Third trimester is just when like everything just feels real. Like yeah, you know, so like real. it just everything just really kind of hits you. Everything happens at once. I was the same with Steph. I had a lot more hospital visits. Oh, I was yeah. the opposite. Um, with our tra- like growth tracking, Chase was tracking two weeks behind. Um, and then she was also on the small percentile, so she was in the tenth percentile. Um, she never mm. dropped below that like the tenth percentile. Um, but she was yeah. always tracking. She was always track, always tracking small, but every time we did go in, they were just, you know, she was still tracking upwards and still yeah. growing, which they were happy with. But we to started getting rate. weekly scans, yet, uh, just to make sure that she was putting on weight. She was uh, growing, especially with my morning sickness I, that I still had. Yeah. Uh, they were making sure that, yeah, she was tracking along. I kind of enjoyed having all the extra yeah, me scans too. and everything. Because some women, after 20 weeks, no more scans. So yeah, you see a baby would... at 20, 20 weeks and 20 weeks later they're here and there's nothing in between. Whereas we got like, I got plus five, like at yeah. least five extra scans um, because of the heart, uh, the kidneys and the the head size and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, I think I would have had a good extra like five to eight yeah. scans or so. And which, 3D scans we yeah, got to see our babies. I was actually, I was so grossed out about 3D scans. Really? When you went for yours, I was like, ew, no, <laughs> yuck, I am not doing that. And I did not want one. I said to Tom, I'll see all the floaty stuff. Like I yeah. will vomit, uh-uh. And then when we were at a scan checking if she was the right size, mm-hmm. the girl just flipped it to sleep like 3D without asking and it showed her face and I just cried. I was so happy. And I was like, oh, I love it. Why didn't I do a full yeah, 3D scan? What were, you, what were you thinking? <laughs> and I totally think that Nate looked exactly like his 3D scan. So it actually gives you a good indication. Again, we'll share this on socials yeah, and you can let will. us know if you agree. But I think so. That's I can't remember idea. Chase's. I do remember she looked like she had a really big nose in yeah. it. But she doesn't. So it's all good. She doesn't have a big nose. She has like a big, she had a really big bottom lip as well. She oh, yeah. had like a really big J-Lo lips and um, but it mm. might have just been the way that she was squished. Like, you yeah. know, all of her things, she was like squished up against the placenta. Um, yeah, I think that's so funny. But I had all the extra, yeah, visits and scans. And I had to go mm. in for an iron transfusion as well oh, in my yeah. third trimester. So I was on iron supplements um, and then they just weren't working. Your I had like literally absorbing it. I had hey. zero iron. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I was told to eat red meat a lot, uh, which was fine because I was craving bacon every day. Mm. And like I was having mm-hmm. bacon and steak burgers. Um, and then... I, uh, yeah, had to go in for my iron transfusion, I think, when I was maybe 34 weeks. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Um, Just a side note, bacon is white meat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I was going to let it. I was eating on the steak yeah, burger. I know. Yeah. I was going to let it pass, and I was like, no, no, we don't want to do that. <laughs> no. Yes. Mum well, brain. Mum brain. I had to eat red meat, though, which yes. I was having yet. Steak. Steak, yeah. Um, yeah. And I had to go get my iron transfusion. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was just lots of like little things I had to go in for yeah. really in the third 
in the third trimester to make sure she was okay. Um, oh, and then I guess the next kind of big milestone was our baby showers. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I just This love- is the one that I was like, <laughs> yeah, I wish I came I wish to. I there. And I'm salty still to this day that Chelsea couldn't come, not going to lie. Um, she was so <laughs> mad with me. And I was like, I have to work. Like, I need to save for the baby. And I Looking get it. Back, yeah, but I'm still like, I probably could have taken. You should have. I, I should have taken a day <laughs> off. It's not like I work for that employer anyway now. No, exactly. So, Stuff them, by yeah. the way. Yeah. <laughs> but I understand because I'm now in that position where I'm the only one with an income providing for my family and, you know, you do need to save and stuff. So I I get it in hindsight, but at the same time, like, I'm sad. But I, it's okay because I missed Chelsea's too. Yeah. But mine was not by choice. I was there 100% except Nate was like... It was like four weeks old. Four weeks old. So I yeah. refused to leave him in the public eye <laughs> without him being plus six weeks, you know, because of all the... All of the um, needles and stuff. Yeah, we'll different. It was like later. a one-on-one coffee catch or something. But yeah. it was like there was other babies. There was, there was other, other people. Yeah. There was going to be a lot of people, and I was like, I'm not ready to bring my newborn into the world yet. Yeah. Um. So that's why I missed it. But anyway, my baby shower was the third of November last year. It was 33 degrees. It was bloody hot. We had it at mom and dad's, and oh my god, it was just the hottest day of the year. No, I'm exaggerating, but you know, it when was you, pretty hot. When you're pregnant, you're also 10 degrees hotter. So can you imagine? Imagine, you remember what I it love was like. you just with your fun facts. I know. <laughs> I love a good fun fact. And I love numbers, hence why I'm giving you dates and times. And, you know, I'm definitely that. And Chelsea's the opposite. I'm like, oh, it was around about this time. I'd be like, it was around about January. And Steph would be like, ah, oh, it was like October. Yeah. Not- <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. You're wrong. <laughs> but she's not. In her, it's just our minds work different. So yeah. I love that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but, we had my sister organized it for me. It was boho themed. I was so thankful for her. She made it so cute. We had the whole, it was kind of in the beginning where those palettes came into style. Yeah. So we had the palette style, like sitting on cushions and eating yummy food. Um, so all my beautiful friends came and yeah. You it had was like just, a cute teepee. I remember there was like a teepee thing in I your photos. Had, yeah, I had a that little a mini teepee and yeah, it's just boho style. So it was just really, really chill and beautiful. And I just wore this nice flowy dress that when you hold your tummy, it looked cute. But this is something that I wish I had done. I was so body conscious by that stage about all the extracellulite and how I had a flat bum and, you know, that kind of thing. So I refuse to wear tight numbers, but I think it's really cute when you see a bump, a really pregnant girl, and she's wearing a really tight Tight, yeah, dress. I agree. I wish I were more Yeah, we wore stuff. flowy because we were so, so body conscious or self-conscious. It's going to be so but interesting, like, next, next pregnancies. Time. Yeah, <laughs> yes. but, like, if you just go straight back into doing what you're comfortable with or if you, like, mm. step out, because also, I wouldn't have wanted to be in something stretchy no. and tight in that heat. Like, Mm-mm. yeah. Yeah, no. it was bloody hot. Yeah. And I wish I had have had it inside in the aircon. Yeah. <laughs> what was I uh, thinking? And um, then yours. Mine, my baby shower, I think mine was on the 6th, no, the 5th, the 6th or 5th, Steph will correct me, the, of January. The 6th of the January. The 6th of January last year. Um, And I, I organized my baby shower. I uh, got my best friend to make like, a cute little sign saying, Tom and Chelsea's baby shower. So we did like a baby barbecue. Yeah. It wasn't mine like was a, girls only. Yeah, so mine was girls and guys. What do they call it? A barbecue. It's called a baby queue, maybe. A baby queue. Like yeah. Yeah. I just called it a baby shower. I was like, well, it's Chelsea and Tom's baby shower. Yeah. Cute. We had a cute little sign. Um, we got there a few hours early. It's just the waterfront near our house. There's like mm. a cute little park. So we went down to the waterfront. We I wanted a big grazing table, so I had gone to Costco and all those places and I made the grazing table myself. I made the cake 
myself. I was like up the night before making this seven layer cake. <laughs> I don't know why I thought it was a great idea to make a seven layer cake Love myself. That. Obviously, once again, baking queen. I made yes, this cake is. that had like fresh, all different fruits and um, it had different like strawberries and berries and pink things inside. Cute. So when you cut it, it was white on the outside and then pink on the inside. Nice. Um, for a little girl. But yeah, we had a baby barbecue and then I actually got engaged. Oh my gosh, I can't yeah. believe I missed this. And I knew about this uh, like a couple of months before Yeah, Tom told us that he was proposing and then I was so excited and I wanted to be there on the day and I couldn't be and it was just so <laughs> sweet just hearing about the story. Yeah, so I didn't know, th- I knew that I was getting, en- like a sip. I knew that I was getting engaged, but I didn't know that I was getting engaged on my baby shower. So Tom didn't actually know that I knew that I was getting engaged. He's like the most unsneakiest person ever. (laughs) And I had known that he had gone and bought a ring and then had returned the ring because he got a ring off my mum that's a family heirloom that I had like wanted for years, all that kind of stuff. And um, yeah, anyway, long story short, I didn't know that he was going to propose at the baby shower. So I was like absolutely shocked. And I thought if he was going to propose, he would do it like just me and him because Tom's a very... uh, Private person. Private person, yeah. yeah. But instead, he did it in front of, like, our my entire family, all of our friends, stood up there in front of everyone. We have a little video. We can it's show so that on we'll socials shoot. as well. But he didn't even get down on one knee. No, he didn't. He was, sh- <laughs> he the, he was shaking like he a was leaf. So he was so nervous. <laughs> he, like, pulled out the ring from his pocket and was kind of just like, will you marry me? And then me, I couldn't even get it on my hand either. I was shaking like a oh, leaf too. It was so I cute. Just, I just started crying and bawling my eyes out. So, yeah, our baby shower turned into a baby shower engagement. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we just had a big party yeah. which was which was good and I was I didn't I wore like a little white dress a little white dress Flowy. which is everyone wasn't asking did you know you're getting engaged why do you wear white and I was like <laughs> no I didn't know I was getting engaged um yeah it was like a nice little flowy number it was cute I as well it. yeah um did you go to any birth classes or anything like that just the hospital class so this is another thing I refuse to um watch a birth video before giving birth. I've never watched a birth video to this day. (gasps) I was too scared that it would taint my thoughts about the whole birth experience and Mm. scare me. I also never wanted to hear bad birth stories, but that didn't stop my friends. (laughs) I went to a, um, a birthday for a little girl one of my favorite little humans won't mention any names and basically they were full of mums there and they I was pregnant and they all thought they would tell me their birth stories and not one of them was nice I'm talking car backseat of cars having babies um epidurals um splitting you know um from top to bottom top to bottom yeah um surgery after ep- what after is that called when you get cups when you get cut oh an episiotomy episiotomies forceps uh, every bad thing that could happen had happened to all of these mums. And they're like, oh, yours is going to be horrible. The first one's the worst. And I'm like, I don't want to hear this stuff. So, yeah, I, I didn't do any of that. I have heard of hypnobirthing, um, but I also didn't do much research into it because I just wanted that water birth, you know, and I was going to go to a water birth class until I found out I had to be induced. So I cancelled that one. Um, which is so weird, which we can get into when we go into our birth stories because yeah. I, you told me you couldn't get have a water birth if you're induced, but then when I went to have my induction, they were like, yeah, you can have a water birth being induced. Like, that's fine. I must have lied. Yeah. So I was wow. like, oh, what the hell? And I like wanted to text you about it and then I didn't have my phone of me because I was in labor. So yeah. 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 Maybe. Just, just a fun fact. Like, I guess it depends it on might what depend type on the of hospital or and, the type of induced. Like, true. Because I had the drip and you didn't. Yeah. And I, I think gel. the drip is 
the part where you can't. Yeah, I'm sure if I had a yeah, progressed if you naturally. Had the gel, yeah, yeah, I mean, if you had the drip. Yeah, if yeah. I had the gel and progressed naturally, I think I would have been able to have the water birth, but mm. because I had the drip in, it's dangerous. Yeah. Which yeah. makes sense, I guess, because it's very, like, the chances of um, intervention are, like, 70% or yeah. something. So, like, yeah. really high for bad yeah. things to happen. Anyway. I um, Me and Tom went to birth classes. As Tom came with me. So, yours was, like, a full day thing, yeah, though, wasn't it? Yeah, mine was a full it? day at Gold Coast Hospital. Ricky and I went, and it was so awesome. They split the class in two, and the males oh. went together, and we, like, talked about what the what – the, um, pregnant lady needed when she was in labor and it was pretty much telling them to be selfless and like get (laughs) off your phone and don't care about yourself for one day in your life so (laughs) it was really good and then we learned to change nappies and swaddle our babies too and I just felt so much better had a little tour of the hospital as well I loved it yeah ours was like a four class it was like over four weeks and so you go at night time at I think seven o'clock at night at the hospital we went to Royal Brisbane Hospital uh, which we didn't actually give birth there though. Um, so we went to the Royal oh, yeah. Brisbane Hospital and we're doing our classes there. So I think it was, yeah, across four weeks, one was on breastfeeding, one was on uh, birth, one was on like what to do after having the baby, like swaddling and all yeah, that. Yeah. So it was broken up. We went to two of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, no, we went to three. I went to one alone. Tom came to two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one of them we just like didn't bother. And that was actually the breastfeeding one because it was the lady so there was two different nurses and one of the nurses was like really informative and nice and the other one was just like this old Aww. she was like 80 and she couldn't get her words out and we and tom were just like we ain't going back again <laughs> when she is presenting yeah um i ended up watching so many birth youtube videos like i watched i've watched so many and like even the really traumatic ones like i sit on the edge of my seat and i'm like you can do it like <laughs> i get so into them i think i'd probably be more traumatized watching them now that I've oh, had my own right. baby, like I don't think I'd be able to do it again. I but think because I'd I cry. Yeah, but because <laughs> I I hadn't had one, I was just like oblivious and I'd watch it and be like, Oh yeah, cool, let's watch another one. And yeah. I also would type in like uh like the type of birth. Like I watched a lot of water birth ones because I was mm. wanting water births and I watched a lot of hypnobirthing ones. Um I tried the hypnobirthing like yeah. uh meditation that a couple of my girlfriends loved it and they sent me like their apps and things that they cool. used and then I couldn't I listened for like 20 minutes and the person the like hypnobirthers Could voice no it just annoyed me oh annoyed I was yeah. like no. everything annoyed me no. so <laughs> understandable yeah 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 I was <laughs> like this ain't for me which I ended up like using some techniques anyway yeah uh, but yeah I didn't 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 like them but I still found the classes helpful me too and I definitely recommend any first-time mamas to um go to a hospital birth class because it mm. really gives you a lot of understanding about the types of intervention that they can use to yeah. help you um your su- support network what to expect and I'd probably go again even though I've had a birth yeah. before just they to also refresh go through, like the different um the different tools like I didn't know what uh uh like, I didn't know how they would monitor the baby. Like, I didn't know oh, if they'd yeah. monitor the baby through your stomach or there's, like, this little clip they can stick on their head, which they ended up doing. Like, yeah. I chose that when I had Chase. So, there's a few different things in, like, the tool. Like, the forceps, I didn't know what they would look like. Hell. It was, like, big tongs. But, like... I didn't even know how the baby came through the birth canal. And they, like, have a little pelvis and they show you... Show you how it, does it yeah. How it, like, yeah. moves through and contracts. There's and, so many just, like, little things yeah. that you don't really... Like, you don't think of. And then also, I think it's so, like, important for the partners... Um, that way, once they give birth to the baby, they do have to do a lot of tests and everything like that, like the mm. prick tests and all that kind of the stuff. hearing test. Yeah, which yeah. if you hadn't gone to a class, you could be like, what is happening? What is happening? Why are they doing this? Te- like, why yeah. are they taking the baby? Like, why can't we just hold 
whole movie. So I think it's important, yeah, to kind of go that way. You have an idea because I had no idea that all this stuff would yeah, happen. Yeah, me too. And then I went to the class, and so when we had the baby, we were like, "Cool, this is Ready all normal." For it. Yeah, yeah, more prepared for sure, yeah. and just had a better understanding of the whole process, especially as first-time mamas. So yeah, yeah, I love that. Um, we both did our pregnancy photo shoots in our third trimester as well. Yeah. Yeah, I was... You looked so glamorous. I loved it. I was 36 weeks. I won a competition online um, with... Studio 45? Studio Studio 4 Photography, I think it's called. Um, And I won a pack of four. So a pregnancy, a newborn... A six month and a twelve month. So I have a twelve month coming up. Actually, I did two of them. I never I'm actually very excited. Oh yeah, you never did it. I never did it. Oh, I love it. So it's a free photo shoot, and you just purchase the photos. And um, so I went to the pregnancy one the night before. I was in hospital all night, so I still went anyway because I did not want to miss this opportunity. And I was thirty six weeks pregnant. My sister came with me, and we just did a studio. Uh, photo shoot and the lady was like oh my god you're so big and you're so low and she thought I was going to pop it any day so that was really cool I was like waiting for the text message that you were going to like give birth on the studio floor (laughs) you look so glamorous though we'll have to share our photos yeah yeah I loved it yeah and for you your auntie yeah my auntie's a photographer so it was like spare of the moment she messaged me saying I'm in Brisbane she doesn't live near me she said are you free I was like, yeah, I'm free. So I just threw on some like clothes and I threw some stuff in the car. Mm -hmm. She threw some stuff in her car and then we just went down to a little farm like field near my house and we just took some photos of me frolicking around in the field. So cute. And then yeah. I'm a little annoyed at Chelsea because I've recently seen all of them and she had she shared like one percent, like one I think photo. I shared like one photo. I do this a lot, by the way. Like I'm notorious. I have so many photos mm-hmm. and I take so many photos. And I'm like, I love this moment. I'm like gonna live in it. And then I don't ever share the photo. I know. Like, yeah, and that's the whole you're working on. Yeah, something I'm I'm actively mm-hmm. working on, sharing more, being open more. Because they're beautiful. And not judging myself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because there's gonna be so many photos I look back on that I wish I would have shared, you know, of myself or of Chase. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I love them. They're so cute. We will share some of Chelsea and Baby Chase in the tummy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was super fun. And you were, I think, 30. I looked back on this one as well. With I think you were 37 weeks pregnant when you had yeah. your photo shoot. Yeah. So just a couple weeks before giving birth, for two weeks, both of us were two weeks before birth, which is cool. But girls, make sure you have it nice and early in case you go into labor. Yeah. Don't, don't wait to 38 with, weeks. You did a cute shoot with Ricky as well. Which something, um, didn't you? Or not? Is that the newborn photo shoot? I maybe? swear you did make, oh, I swore, I thought you did one with Ricky with, um, him and your belly as well. Oh, no. Maybe I'm just thinking of selfies that yeah, you took. maybe I a pool with you. I, if, I think if you have, like, the opportunity to do a photo shoot with your partner as well, I know my brother and his partner did, and they're the cutest photos ever of them, like, with her and her belly, and I think, mm. yeah, if you could do that, it's I special. I wanted to do that. And, yeah, <laughs> and when you're pregnant, I think you get to look back and you're just like, oh, I look so glamorous. Like, it makes you just yeah. feel... Like, it's something that gives you that little bit of self-love. Love. And memories. Yeah. And now they're up on my wall in my lounge room for everyone to Love see. Love that. Woo-hoo. <laughs> um, when did you have everything organized? Um, late. So, we moved houses in my third trimester. So, I didn't get into my bedroom for Nate. Well, I didn't get to set up the baby room mm. until 31 weeks. And I did it as soon as we moved in. It was the first thing I did. Um, but I had bought everything and everything like that was all ready to go yeah. before then and then at 32 weeks the room was done and I just had the washing to wash and like it's weird so you have to wash all the new clothes and the second hand clothes and stuff like that I don't know if I would do that for the second one as like 
I was very pedantic about the type of brand that I used of like mm. baby powder and making sure everything was thoroughly washed. I don't know. I just yeah. I don't reckon I'd be that pedantic now. I'd now like, I'm like, we'll, eh, we'll throw right. it in with our clothes. Yeah. She'll be right. Whereas yeah. at there back then, I was saying this a minute ago. I used to be like so excited, like, oh look at my cute baby laundry. Now I'm like, oh my god, I have so many piles of laundry. Like, yes. I, I used to, I used to be like, oh, this is so fun. Yeah. No. And now I'm like, I have too many baby clothes. I have no room for them. Oh, what am what I gonna you're do? Gonna be like with multiple. I know. <laughs> so exciting. Um, I didn't have the, the room ready till I think thirty six. Yeah, you were very yeah. late. I, I, was had, like, I had the what cot, you like we got the cot and everything early and we set it up. And the pram and you bought yeah. like a bundle, didn't you? I yeah, remember that. Yeah, we went to Baby Bunting yeah. on like a huge, it had like a 70% off sale day. And we went, we just bought a massive bundle and then lay by it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we had that kind of stuff. But we didn't really buy any clothes. I just waited for my baby shower to kind of see what I would get. And then, um, <laughs> not that like I expected anything, all my obviously friends, yeah. family, give you things and I was like okay I want to know what we get so I don't end up doubling up on things mm. and I didn't end up doing my baby room till like 37 I think weeks like five days I've got photos of me standing in this absolute bomb side of a room yeah. being like how am I gonna get this done I'm so send, pregnant send help <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes yeah. for sure and a little mum hack or a little mum tip um, shop on Boxing Day at Baby Bunty yeah. and you'll get some really good sales. So because Nate was born on the 21st of December, we waited until the 26th to buy the baby pump and the baby monitor. Yeah. And so, so worth it. We saved a couple hundred dollars. Yeah, we easily. got our baby monitor on Boxing Day as yeah, well. We got like handy. $200 off it or something. Yeah. Ridiculously so great. Yeah. Shop on the sales. I think that kind of wraps up our second and third trimesters. Um, I think next week we will share our, like, the two weeks build up before giving birth and give you an insight into that. What we kind of did to prepare our bodies, all of those fun, fun, fun things. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Mum, rage. Oh, so this one is fresh. I'm talking, it happened yesterday and Steph hasn't even heard it yet. I'm so excited to hear it. (laughs) I can't wait. Okay, so... I was at the gym, um, basically working out. I don't want to step anyone's toes here. So I'm like mm, thinking how I'm going to word this. Mm-hmm. I was at the gym. I was doing my workout. It was a heavy weight session. Mm-hmm. Now, pre-baby, you all know I was quite into heavy weights, all of that. Now, I just train in my garage. I don't have a gym membership. Yeah. Um, I do yoga and Pilates. So me doing heavy weights was like when I was squatting, uh, I tried squatting with the 20 kilo bar and putting 15 kilos either side. And I was like, uh-uh, I'm going to drop it back to five kilos either side. So it's like 30 kilos. Yeah. So I started squatting. Anyway, I was Which doing my- Which is impressive for someone who hasn't done that in so long. I'm I haven't, impressed. I haven't done it since like- Pre-baby. First trimester. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so like well over a year ago. I, uh, yeah, was squatting and then I felt quite heavy in my downstairs area in my uterus. So mm-hmm. I have a prolapse, like mm, right. a really, really bad prolapse. I've got to wear a pessary. Um, and anyway, I stopped and I ended up putting the weight on the rack and I started just squatting body weight. And the trainer, the owner of this gym has come up to me and has kind of said, why aren't you like working harder? Working harder. And I was Wait, like, oh, he, he, yeah, okay. he, Enough and said. I was like, I have a prolapse, like. Give this girl a break. I'm listening anyway, to my body. I'm listening to my body. Mm-hmm. Then one of the next exercises was box jumps. Oh, no. I, I did a few. Do these. I did a few and then I was like, oh, hello. Like my uterus is going to fall out. Uh-huh. So I stopped and was just like taking my time. Yeah. And once again, kind of just like looked like gave me that look of like, what, what, are, you what are you doing? Work harder. Right? Stop yeah. slacking off. And then 
this gym doesn't have like a crèche or anything like that, but they do allow babies at like the 9.30 session. So I've taken Chase along with me. All the other kids that were there were older. So they were all upstairs, like a beanbag area. Chase was just in her pram. Yeah. And she started screaming. Mm-hmm. So I was actually at the gym the week before with Tom and we had had Chase. He was like walking around the gym holding her while I was doing my thing and it was like fine. Yeah. So anyway, she started screaming. So I was like, I'll just get her out of her pram. Um, we only had two more exercises to do. So I've gotten her out of her pram and I'm holding her. And, um, anyway, then he came up to me and just said, oh, you know, like legally you can't have her on the gym floor. And I was like, okay, like I'll just go, I'll sit at the door opening with her on my stomach Uh and I'll just like do some abs over like at the opening. Yeah. And I've like gone standing where the roller door is and then he's come over and he's like, you can't do that like because of legalities or whatever. And I'm like, I'm not even in your gym right now. I'm like in the car park. Yeah. Um, holding her and I was like, okay, like it's fine. So I've like put her in the pram. Um, and I just said to him, like, I need to, like, I can't have, like, I can't, I need to can't hold her yeah. because she's screaming. And anyway, he was just so rude and I've ended up putting it back in the pram. I finished the workout and then afterwards I went to, um, talk to him and he just like kind of said like, you know, that you could, uh, like, oh, you did well, like, you know, push yourself harder next time type oh, thing. And I'm like, no. mate, I tried so hard. I was sweating. I was pushing myself so hard. Wow. And like. I'm not even going to lie. I hopped in the car and I was fine. And I called Tom and I was angry and I tried to vent to him. Once again, I cried because Aww. I was like, I am doing my best. I haven't worked out in so long. And oh, yeah. here's me with a prolapse. Like, I feel and like you, my Mom, like, insides are going to fall out. Wow. And he's trying to tell me to work harder. And I'm like, I am pushing myself, but I am listening to my fact that my insides are going to fall out my vagina and I'm not going to do the squat. Exactly. So, yeah. That's my wow. mum rage. Oh, my gosh. Like, I'm not... I'm so shocked I can't even rage right now. I could cry though. I'm that is just unbelievable. I was so annoyed. Like that's why I went to yeah. This is why you need a female trainer. This is why you need this is why females need female trainers. Yeah. Because but like even the the female trainer that was there hasn't had a baby and she was just uh, kind of like, Oh, okay, cool, prolapse. Like she didn't even know. I think it's so important that trainers like this educated. is something I would have been over. I I honestly like I can't really be mad at them because if I hadn't had a baby I wouldn't really know what it felt like either but you but they think... should be educated on the fact that if somebody has a baby if they might have a prolapse yeah. like you know like but even without the excuses of prolapse or whatever you had a baby like eight months ago mm. of course you're not going to be at the level of, and this is like your second time in the gym in over a year like of yeah. course you're not at that level and they need to be understanding of that instead yeah. of being the old that's a traditional pt pt way stop yeah stop i think there's such off. a fine line between like Pushing a client, like if you know that client, yes, for sure, push them, make them cry if that's what they want or whatever. But I'm like, if you don't know that client, don't push them because you might like, you pushing them might not be a good thing. It might make them not want to come back or make them feel bad. And this is me, like somebody that's actually wanting to invest and buy my own gym at the moment. And I'm like, I don't want my trainers doing that. Like, I'm not going to open a gym if my trainers would treat clients like that at all. Like, that's not okay. No. At all. Yeah. That's my mum. Mum rage of the week. This week's shout out goes to Shine Postnatal Services. So Tiffany and Elise are both midwife students and they're super passionate about providing families postnatal care and services through the tough times after birth. So really nurturing that time with... um, with your baby and your family and really supporting you through that kind of time. So they team up with a few local businesses who align with their values. 
um, and they offer you things like food delivery service with fresh foods um, and also convenience of like house cleaning options and just things so that you can worry less about the small stuff and focus on that relationship of, you know, breastfeeding and um, connection with baby and family time and yeah. just recovering after such I a... Love, I love what they're doing. Like it's just affordable support for like for mamas out there and it's you can also they have like a cute little thing on their website that you can donate um donate to a mama or gift something to a mama as well and just everything like we love your instagram we're obsessed with your feed it's just everything that you stand for yeah so beautiful and especially if you're looking for a baby shower present i would definitely visit their website because they have some awesome little gifts as well so so this week's note to self is a mother's joy begins when new life is stirring inside when a tiny heartbeat is heard for the very first time and a playful kick reminds her that she's never alone. That's so cute. Yeah, so I love this one. I think it just makes you um, really think about how lucky you are to be pregnant and that you should yeah. not wish the time away because I definitely did in that third trimester. Yeah, I definitely did, I think, through a lot of my pregnancy. Mm. I look back now and I'm like, oh, look at my belly. Like, I just, yeah, I think you just need to honestly just love every moment, which is sometimes hard, but you need to, yeah, just really enjoy it. Yeah, because it's such a blessing and a rarity to be pregnant. So for a lot of people out there, they struggle and they have miscarriages like yourself, like tough, hard things happen. So you never know how many times you're going to be pregnant. It might just be the once. So definitely breathe in, um, you know, just really nurture that whole pregnancy. That concludes this week's episode. Thank you so, so much for listening. We so appreciate your support and your love. It honestly means the world to us. Yes, for sure. If you want to connect with us, we are available on Instagram. We like to chat. So um, at at the Mummy Mayhem um, podcast and same with our Gmail at the Mummy Mayhem podcast we love to have good gossip so jump in our slide in our dms um if you guys want to share it around as well we would love your support honestly if you know a mum to be if you are a mum if you know someone that is a mum tell your dog mum yeah (laughs) tell your mama tell your grandma tell your neighbor's dog tell everybody and shout it from the rooftops we so appreciate it and yeah we Can't wait to talk to you next week. Yeah, thanks, guys. Bye. Ciao.